Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Welcome to Stagecraft. Variety's theater podcast, your backstage pass to intimate conversations with stars, creators, and industry leaders on Broadway and beyond. I'm Gordon Cox. On this episode of Stagecraft, I'm talking to the actor and Tony nominee Corey Hawkins. He's in the running for a Tony Award this season for his performance in the recent revival of Susan Laurie Park's Pulitzer Prize-winning play Top Dog Underdog. He'll be competing next month in the same category as his co-star in Top Dog, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Hawkins has also been on Broadway in revivals of Six Degrees of Separation and Romeo and Juliet, but the Juilliard graduate is perhaps best known for his busy career in TV and film, and even on screen, a lot of his work has ties to the theater. He played Benny in the movie version of In the Heights and Macduff in the Coen Brothers adaptation of Macbeth. Plus, he's got two more movie projects coming up that'll get theater fans excited. Later this year, he'll appear in the eagerly awaited movie version of *The Color Purple* musical, and he's also on board the new movie adaptation of August Wilson's play *The Piano Lesson*. Now, fresh off his Tony nomination, Hawkins is in the virtual studio with me to look back on his experience in *Top Dog Underdog* and share with us how it's still resonating in his approach to the work he's doing now. He'll also let us know what we can expect from *The Color Purple* and *The Piano Lesson* on screen, and explains why just the other night he ended up at a surprise dinner with Patti Lupone. Hey, Corey! Thanks for joining me. What's up, man? <laughs> thanks for having me on. Yeah, I I am often talking to people at the beginning of their Broadway journey with a show. You know, they've usually just started. Maybe they're in previews or the show just opened. But your、uh, perspective on *Top Dog Underdog* is a different one because you've already. Been on that journey, you were in the show for something like four months, and、uh, you know you went on the ride. What are your kind of standout memories of the run? Oh wow,、um, it's interesting because when you close a show, man, sometimes it can feel like a bit of a blur,、mm. um, and you need maybe a little bit more time away from it、um, to to look back and think about what it is that that we. We're able to put together and accomplished,、um, but、uh, the biggest impact I think the show has left for me was just to be able to like to be able to see the audiences afterwards.、Um, sometimes because the show is such a、um, 
you know, it requires so much of us. It's it's hard to do anything else after the show. But yeah. one thing that Yaya and I were very um, sort of adamant about was just meeting people outside afterwards because um, Top Dog Underdog is is a heavy piece mm. and deals with a lot. And um, there's always some. It's always someone's first time uh, seeing the play, and and it's always just great to hear uh, their thoughts, their questions. We never have answers for them, <laughs> you know. The answer is like maybe come back tomorrow, and 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 it'll be a completely different journey or show, um, mm. depending on who's top dog and who's underdog at any given moment. And so, mm. uh, it was just thrilling, man, because we got to, like, I look back on it fondly because I've never had a, I've I've had some really awesome opportunities, but never had a role that that challenged me quite as much as uh, mm. as Lincoln. Yeah. Can can you expand on that a little bit? What what particularly did you find uh really challenged you? Um well for one, uh initially from the get-go, I didn't really know going in if you know I would actually be playing the older brother, because first of all, Yaya is, you know, just a couple a couple years older than I am. Mm. Um and so that was the first initial um I wouldn't say challenge, but just uh, when when envisioning envisioning yourself in a role, you, I didn't necessarily see myself as Lincoln. Mm. So you have to automatically, um, you have to just kind of get over that and 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 get to work. Yeah. Um, one a lot of the challenge. I mean, there was just so many. Like, first of all, I I never I'm I'm anytime I'm playing card. I mean, Lincoln he plays cards, right? So anytime mm. I actually play cards with like, you know, my friends, I always pass the cards. When, when it's time to shuffle, because I don't know how to actually do that. Um, and, I, and I end up, the cards end up going anywhere. But Lincoln is so facile. And so, you know, he he was a legend. You know, that that's what he's known for is, is being um, the best, one of the best three card Monty Hustlers. Um, and uh, he, I had to learn how to do that. And, and the practice of that, keeping those cards in my hand day after day after day, even on the days off, literally taking having those cards in my pocket everywhere I went uh was was new and different and then I had to learn how to play the guitar as well <laughs> um and then we had to learn all of those lines it was just two of us and neither of us really left stage uh the whole time so um it was it was a thrilling challenge to jump into because again it requires so much of yourself and then spiritually where you have to go night after night to let Lincoln uh, go is uh is it was challenging as well yeah for folks who might need a refresher and you've sort of alluded to this already in in many ways top dog underdog is this very intimate story of these two brothers but it also uh kind of is epic or at least mythic in terms of some of the kind of ideas and mm -hmm. uh themes that it touches on so when people ask you what the play is about what what did you tell them I would always repeat what Susan Laurie Parks said because it was it was genius. And anytime I try to explain this play, I, it would be cut to like five minutes later, and, and I'm still like <laughs> trying to talk about it. Uh, but um, it is it is uh, Susan Laurie Parks described it as basically um, uh, two brothers um, who live in an apartment both named Abraham, one name, uh, no, one named Lincoln and one named Booth. Mm -hmm. And then she said, but um, bump, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then that, that was how she always talked about the play. And mm. 
mm-hmm. because it uh, it's it's a play that literally it is a fable when you're talking about that sort of yeah. mythology and and uh, um, it it is very much a, a cautionary tale a moral tale, um, but you watch these two brothers in this very tiny apartment um, try to exist and and uh, you know. They, they laugh, they love, they cry, they, you know, they, they're up, they're down. And then, you know, the rug gets pulled out from under you by the end of the play. Um, and you're in a completely different, uh, different journey than I think audiences initially think mm-hmm. they're on. Um, and that's the magic of her work. That's why she doesn't really like talk about exactly what mm-hmm. it is, but um, because the plot is so, so interesting. I mean, they're literally just sitting in the room talking to each other. Um, and you have to, as an actor, activate that. Uh, but you know, a a father named one son, Lincoln and a father named the other son Booth. And, and there you have it. And and then the play starts, you know? So, and what are the, how do you, how did you and Yaya as actors activate that? As you said, because it could, there is a danger of it just feeling like, you know, two guys (laughs) sitting in a room talking, but you know, when it doesn't, why doesn't it feel like that? What are you doing to make it not feel like that? Well, the uh, I will say, um, Kenny Leon was a big mm. part of that. Yeah, the director. Uh, yeah, yeah, our, our director Kenny Leon. He 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 pushed us, uh, me, um, particularly hard. I remember when we when we started, Kenny asked me. He was like, you know, do you want to be good or you know, you want to be great? Because you guys can totally come in and like just do your thing, and you know, you're both very well, you know. Or I could I can, you know just just push you guys that much more and and i was like yeah push me man like of course. Mm. like you know and then cut to you know a few weeks later i'm like <laughs> i'm like kenny leon you drive me crazy um but he he just encouraged us to um be students of the world to look outside of ourselves every day we came in um <laughs> we would just talk about uh our environments and and you know just 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 encouraging actors to 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 not be so focused on that, but also be be on the work in front of you, but just also to be focused on the life you have to live in order to bring yourself to the work. Mm. And uh, and and it got heavy. It got very heavy. Um, but uh, you know, in in terms of activating, and I know also Susan Lloyd Parks was in the room, and and she you know she said it's 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 rare that these guys are just still you know it's rare that these guys are just you know sitting and talking and so um a lot of it was just pulling back and pushing and seeing how far we could go i would push yaya and yaya would push me and we do some things in the rehearsal room that i'm so glad didn't end up making it into the play um and and some things that actually surprised us and did end up making it into the play and just uh just just seeing how far we could go with uh, mm-hmm. with their, with their interactions and, and just human nature. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and we were pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And what did you end up finding you connected to? You said you weren't sure, uh, or you were surprised to be, to be Lincoln in the play as mm-hmm. opposed to the younger mm-hmm. brother. What did you end up connecting yeah. to in the character in the end? Uh, Lincoln is, um, I have this, 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 I'm, I'm starting to find that a lot of the characters that I'm drawn to uh, are characters that are enigmas in a mm. sense. Um, I, characters that I actually 
can't quite put my finger on. And I feel like success for me is that I, I don't think I ever get to the point where I figured it out. Um, and, and I would have loved to have a, maybe another month or so, or a couple months more with sitting with Lincoln, because, um, I, I, I just felt like I got to go deeper and deeper with him night after night after night. Um, you know, he's a man who cares deeply about his brother, but he has this past, you know, his brother wants him to teach him how to be one of the best three card Monty hustlers. But for Lincoln, that is his drug. That is, that is the thing that, um, that's the, the, the door, the, the Jekyll and the Mr. Hyde of it all. Mm. And, and sometimes allowing himself to be the underdog so that his brother can shine so that his brother can uh, feel as good as he can in their tiny little castle of a world because outside of those walls um, those two men are not seen at all they you these these are men who we walk by every day and 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 would, would deign to know their their story and uh, and so it just fascinated me this man and 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 how much he had to um, take on. This is a man who put on an Abraham Lincoln costume. <laughs> he puts on white face every day. He goes to work and he lets people come in and shoot him over and in, in, in the arcade over and over and over. And what that has to do to somebody, um, it, it was a question that fascinated me and a premise that I was like, oh, this can definitely, like we can definitely keep pulling at the, at, the, at the seams and just see sort of how fucked up he actually is and, and how sad that is. Um, but then you watch him step back into his power when he picks up the cards uh, after his brother pushes him to pick up the cards. And once you see, I think that's the thing, uh, you know, you see how dynamic he is. You see that he's a magician. You see that he is a charming witty you know and and it is a battle of wit you know throughout this entire thing too so they may be sitting down but they are at they're jumping leaps and bounds and 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 questioning you know life in in ways that most of us don't do on a, on a daily basis so it was just thrilling to be able to play somebody who just it just felt virtuosic in terms of 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 the possibility and uh Again, it, it it completely like people would come back for like a second and third time and and see completely different things uh, just night after night um, because we were finding different things night after night. Um, our conversations halfway at intermission and our conversations at the end of the show uh, were thrilling. Uh, what's your sense of how your Lincoln? ultimately changed by the end of your run versus at the beginning of a run. Can you, can, is there an easy way to characterize um, kind of how your performance evolved? It wasn't until Kenny Leon, um, he called me one night. He, he has a, he has a tendency to do this. He called me one night and he gave me just, we started talking about, um, about the cards in, in the sense of, and, and uh, we just started drilling down on, on um, these cards being the drug, the thing that he cannot 
go back to, but also the thing that he is literally been be, being drawn towards. Um, he's threatened with the with with the possibility of losing his job. He finally does lose his job, and and the one thing he's really good at um, is the thing that's that's taken uh, literally taken friends away from him. Uh, tragically, uh, it, it's taken his life away. But he's really good at it, and that's the thing where you know he 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 flies. He sees himself in that, um, and it was hard to wrestle with that um, in the beginning, because I'm also you know I think I think we were just juggling so many things. I mean, just the just the nature of of the work and the the dance of it all in in previews was just a little. It felt like work. You know, it felt like, okay, these are the building blocks. These are the things. And I remember Kenny just calling me one night and um, just giving me permission to just let it go. And and, um, and and really, we would pick certain things each night sometimes. Um, you know, he would call and say, you know, think about this only uh, with, with, and don't, you know, don't, don't mention it to Yaya. Just, just see, see what happens. And, uh, and, and. By the and and so that would just evolve and evolve and evolve and it was really one of those slow, um, gradual uh, things. And then it's interesting because Yaya, his process, uh, both both of our processes are very are are, are different, mm-hmm. um, but we're both you know trained actors. We both speak the same language. Um, but but Yaya some nights would come in, and and sometimes he would tell me what he what he would what he wanted to play with. Uh, and sometimes he wouldn't. Mm. And, and sometimes, you know, I, I, I walked through that door and that booth I saw that night is, is slightly different. And that was fun, man, because again, it kept it alive and it kept us digging and it kept us curious. And so by the end of the run, um, I think Lincoln was, uh, he was just a clearer picture to me. Mm. Um, he was easier to access. I kind of knew, physically where he lived, um, which was different than where I lived. Um, and, and that hurt quite a bit. I had to do a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of PT and, and, you know, just to, just to, you know, sit in that, um, day after day. But, um, but yeah, it's just slow, slowly deepening, I think over the course of, uh, 16, yeah, the, the, the run 16 weeks. I'll have more with Corey right after the break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And now here's more with the Tony-nominated actor, Corey Hawkins. That must be a fairly intimate bond that you develop with an actor when you're up on stage with just the two of you, uh, you know, with, you know, one other person to rely on. And plus you've been through that whole kind of rehearsal process and all of that. Um, Tell us a little bit about how uh, working with him kind of influenced how you worked on stage. Yeah. um, 
Yaya is incredibly gifted. Um, and we knew, uh, he, I'll just say this. He knew when it was, when, when we got day one of rehearsal, um, that I was going to be coming in ready to go, you mm -hmm. know? And, and I think I, I knew as well that he was going to be coming in <laughs> ready to go and, and ready to play and ready to work. And so sort of like two horses, sort of uh, stallions, just sort of running alongside each other. And, 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 and it, there is a bit of um, that healthy competitiveness of, because the play is literally called Top Dog Underdog. And so mm -hmm. we have to lean into that. Um, and we have to lean into when who's on top and who's not, you know, and, and when that happens and when you can get those zingers in and, and things like that. And that was all, we kept all of that on stage. Um, off stage, absolutely no ego. Um, and, and, and that was the beautiful part about working with them because we were just curious because we just wanted to make the play better. We just wanted to make each other better and we just needed to do a service to this play because Susan Lloyd Parks wrote a hell of a fucking play, man. Like it is, it is one of the best things and it's also one of the hardest, you know, I always think about it in terms of music, pieces of music that you can, can, can play as an actor. And so we had to figure out what each other's <laughs> metaphorical sort of instruments were and they changed night after night, moment to moment. And, and, and that jazz sometimes that we were playing, uh, we had to know when to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. I mm -hmm. guess that's the, you know, uh, the, the, the thing, but like, again, we would come off stage at intermission sometimes and, and Susan Lori Parks, she would be upstairs listening, uh, you know, just, uh, to the, to the words in the, she wouldn't watch it. Sometimes she'd watch it, but sometimes she'd be backstage and just listening to to the words. And 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 sometimes we didn't know she was there. And so we'd come backstage and and just start talking about what we were frustrated about, what we what why the like this part of the play is still bothering us a week before we're closing, um, or a day before two, a few days before we closed. I remember coming back at intermission, like I get it. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, like what the oh my when you did that, it's only because of something that he did or didn't do or a, a look or whatever that is an action that was slightly different from the day before um it was all about nuance in this play um even though it's such a in your face you know uh, piece of material but we would come backstage and and then slp would like peek her head out the door and be like Oh, that's interesting that you got so we're like oh no <laughs> like why the hell did she write that or, or like why would she let lincoln say that to him and da, 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 da. And, and then she'd be you know and, and, and then we'd engage in a dialogue about it and or not or we just or she just give us that that sly smile that she she loves to give and 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 just sort of walk away <laughs> um so yeah uh we we just have we we encourage each other to have fun we pushed each other man because um we knew all we had was each other. Only other person who could save me out there is Yaya. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, we had to show up at a hundred percent. And, uh, and that's what we did. Um, and it, 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 it took a, you know, it took a, it was mentally draining, physically draining. Um, but night after night by the end, um, you know, I, I Lincoln transitions and I get to let him go. Um, mm -hmm. 
uh, and then and then a bit of a rebirth because I get to bring them back the next night and and play all over again. Yeah. Now that you're a few months on from the run, do you have a sense of is there anything about the experience that you uh, think you will carry forward with you as an actor and as you um, are approaching the work you're doing either on stage or on screen uh, in the future? Um, fearlessness. Mm. Um, fearlessness. I, uh, I got to see Jerusalem mm. in London because I missed the performance when they did it in New York, the New York run. Right. And I remember <laughs> looking at Mark Rylance and going, why, I, I remember asking myself and asking friends and I said, Where, why don't we have that? Like, why can't, like, I've never seen, like, why can't we get up there and, and do that and have the, the opportunity to use all of ourselves and, and, and just play? and take risks where are those and then i i was like well where are those roles for for black people blah 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 and then i said wait they're there they're absolutely there top dog underdog is one of them um and it's up to us to take that risk and we have to be fearless um i was so lucky i got to uh i got to have uh uh you know quick dinner with uh patty lupone last night random surprise all right <laughs> here in atl um my fellow juilliard family yeah um um and also working on a piece uh uh with her and her son uh josh as well hmm. um uh but we were talking about just that fearlessness and why that's important and sometimes you know in in my opinion i think it's it's you know we forget that we forget that we are allowed to take risks and allowed to 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 go as far as we can because that's where that's where the gold is you know that's that's and and i and i told myself after seeing mark rylance in that performance i was like i'm going to find a role that i can do that with and be damned you know what anybody thinks about it i'm, I'm going to see how far i can take it and how deep i can go with it and 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 also to remind myself that those roles do exist that we do have those great black playwrights who write about the diaspora and mm -hmm. it's up to us to honor them and step into that fully. And so I take that from, from, from top dog underdog and also um, just being able to, to keep my eyes out into the world and, and not so insular mm -hmm. and the industry and all of that. And just to be reminded um, that there are people who live their life day to day um, dealing with a lot. And, and so there was a lot of care and love that we also had to carry with us in order to get through that show. Um, and just reminded us to, to keep our eyes out into the world and, 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 and continue to love, you know? Yeah. I'm about to ask you about some of the work that you're doing on screen, but first I have to ask about what you're working on with Patty Lupone and her son that you just mentioned. <laughs> We're doing. Um, he he put together this incredible um, these these radio plays, uh, mm. and um, he asked me to 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 narrate a a piece. Um, and Patty had, had had come to see the show as well, and she asked me to to be a part of it. And I was like, of course, like yeah. you know, why not? Like, um, uh, and it's a it's a, a Eudora Welty. 
uh, is the is the writer and yeah. and a beautiful short story, um, and we just vibe, you know, we just happen to all be down here in ATL at the same mm-hmm. time, and and uh, and she surprised me. She was like, "Hey, I'm 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 here to I'm <laughs> let's have some." Dinner. I was like, "Okay," yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it'll it's it's gonna be a um, beautiful beautiful story. And that's like, uh, that'll be like a podcast or uh, do you have a sense of how it will be released? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. believe so. I mean, yeah. he's done, he, they've done um, a few of them mm. in the past. Uh, I think uh, one of the first ones started with maybe Stephen McKinley Henderson. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Them, and, uh, mm. and then uh, uh, Samuel Jackson and Latanya uh, Richardson Jackson did, mm. did one as well and a few of them. So um, they're incredibly and they're really good (laughs) so i was just like yeah i'd love to love to do that um yeah great um i I was looking at uh kind of you know some of the film work uh you've done and some of the stuff you've got coming up and a lot of that has ties to theater like a couple of the uh projects that are that will be coming up for you is the color purple musical the movie musical and then uh i'm talking to you you're in atlanta right now um Mm -hmm. working on the piano lesson uh which uh is a a film version of related to the production that was on broadway earlier this fall what is that is that by design the these sort of theatrical links to a lot of the screen work or is that just a coincidence it really isn't honestly (laughs) like i i i don't i don't know how or why i mean i i i Yes, I can see it because I'm I'm so I I, I love theater and and, uh, and and so that's I can see how that can bleed into the work. Um, in the Heights was I think the first sort of crossing of that genre that I got to do that with. Um, yeah. And then uh, so my my Heights producers did Color Purple and and right. uh, they asked me to come to uh, Harpo in that and yeah. and that's going to be out at the end of the year. So I was yeah, like Christmas oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. On, on Christmas, and uh, <laughs> that that looks incredible. Yeah, I just love. Yeah, to what come can you tell us about it? Like, tell, tell us a little bit I about mean, the. Honestly, it, <laughs> I just watched um, a little featurette that they mm. they sent this, uh, which took took us back to last summer. Yeah, um, shooting it, and Danielle Brooks, who I went to Juilliard with, we were yep. classmates. Uh, kids dreaming about it all, and and cut to this season where they're doing piano lesson. A few blocks up yeah. she's on a marquee i'm down the block uh and then we um you right but right before that we got to play she's playing sophia and i'm playing harpo right yeah. taraji p henson fantasia barino coleman domingo um it's honestly uh the cast is stacked beyond measure and it's incredible we had the time of our lives shooting that um it's beautiful everything from the sound design to the costumes to the locations it is it and 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 oprah you know oprah and spielberg are back as producers on this and you can tell that it's a labor of love for everybody involved uh it is a beautiful reimagining of the musical and and blitz Bazoule, our director uh led us brilliantly so i i, I honestly i think people's minds are going to be blown when they see it mm. um because again, it just, it subverts expectations. It's like, it's, it's, or it's beyond expectations. Um, so I'm thrilled about that. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're doing piano lesson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned In the Heights and uh, The Color Purple. So you sing. Um, are, would you want to do a musical uh, on stage on Broadway? Allegedly, I sing. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, uh, yes, yeah. It would have to be. It would. It would definitely have to be the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been approached about it. Uh, um, but it would definitely have to be the 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 right story, the right project, the right. Um, I, I I like right now. I just sort of like doing things that involve music. Um, even in Top Dog Underdog, as Susan Lloyd Parks asked mm-hmm. me, she was like. You know, I play the guitar in that, and she was like, uh, uh, so I was like, okay, I'll just strum a few strings and kind of just say the words. And she's like, no, like, <laughs> sing. Like, I want you to sing. Like, you know, I, I was like, like, sing a whole song, like, make up a whole. She's like, yeah, why not? So, you know, I was like, okay, shit, here we go. Um, <laughs> and so I always, it, it's interesting because music always seems to find me because that was how I grew up. I grew up singing mm-hmm. in the church. And so um, that all has always found me projects that I'm working in mm. so yeah it would have to be the right thing but I'm, I'm open to it it's just uh it, it hasn't found me yet yeah yeah and did you get a chance you're working on piano lesson right now did you get a chance to see the production because you were um on stage at around the same time did you get a chance to see the show before oh uh, yeah before we were, or after I, I was I was I was blowing up Latanya's phone mm. uh you know I was like Yaya and I are free tonight. You know, can we sneak into like a, a the, the the dress rehearsal or the tech? Yeah. So I, I I did see it early on, cool. uh, and then I also got a chance to go back and see it uh, mm-hmm. later because I think our schedules had flipped during the holidays. Sometimes you right. know you have ten shows a week, and yeah. you, know, you, know, yeah. something, you know how that goes. But uh, but uh, we did get to see it a little later on in the run as well, and and uh, it was just as beautiful and just as powerful. And uh, so I was honored when they asked. Uh, me to come down and, and and join the cast yeah who are you playing for folks who don't know uh reverend avery yeah. um avery brown yeah. and uh it's a it's a again you know when we talk about adaptations uh i just think it's just so well done mm. it's so well done it's it's the creative team is incredible um and i i, I know and have known everybody working on it mm. um for a long time i think going into projects that's what i wanted to feel like is 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 camp you know almost or Mm. like like you know we're just going to go work on this this thing together as a family and and see what we can find and and do it with good people and with good intentions and and at the end of the day you know you can't go wrong uh when you when you put the work in so yeah yeah Uh, we should mention that before those two films you've got another movie coming out this summer it's called the last voyage of the demeter demeter um yeah which uh sounds super cool i i was the kid who read dracula and was really compelled (laughs) by that one chapter that's about dracula you know getting on a boat and riding across to uh to i where does he go does he go to america no he goes to london he goes to yeah yeah um And uh, that sounds like fun. Is that a scary movie? I assume it's a scary movie. It's a horror movie. Yeah, it is. A, it is it's a thriller. Yeah. Um, it's Universal and um, and Amblin uh, mm-hmm. doing that film. And and honestly, that film has been around for uh, uh, t- over twenty years, mm. and they just have not been able to make it. Hmm. And until they found me, uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, no, but it it all the pieces. I'm I'm just thankful because like all the pieces came together at the right time, and I'm you know a, um a, it's set in the 1800s, mm. late 1800s. Uh, my character is British. He's a Cambridge educated doctor mm. uh, who ends up on this boat back to London, back to his home, right. and 
it, the boat just happens to have a, a passenger on board that uh, probably shouldn't be. Yep. On there. And um, but it's but it's thrilling. The reason I signed on to it was because it's a, it really was a character piece and mm. and versus the the sort of crazy jump scares and all of that. Mm. Um, it was uh, sort of you know what's around the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and it's a it's a great one of the great tra- chapters out of Dracula um, yeah. that you know you're surprised it's like why didn't they think about like who wouldn't make a movie about this like um so i'm, I'm just glad i got the opportunity to yeah. jump on that it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a, a, a good one yeah how do you think about you're doing you do a lot of screen work how do you think about integrating theater into your career overall as you go forward in terms of you know working theater runs at the in the theater into your schedule alongside um all the work you're doing in film and tv um you 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 make time. Uh, mm. You know you you just make time for the things that you love. Um, for me, uh, I started in the theater, off off Broadway, then off Broadway, uh, and then Romeo and Juliet. I remember right. we did years ago on Broadway, um, and then things started picking up on the film and TV side, and and part of me just missed uh, that that live wire act of being up there in, in, in front of a thousand people with no net. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the best of the best, you know, when you talk to Denzel, when you talk to Sam Jackson, uh, they, it's crazy when you hear their stories too, because they all came up in the theater, you know, when you talk about the, the people that they worked with and Sante and like all of the, the mm-hmm. companies and, and the, all the Wilsonites. And, you know, it's just, it's, it makes me feel good to to be amongst you know the, to be among the numbers you know and like I and I and I I hear what they say about going back because it strengthens it just continues to to strengthen those muscles um, that that you know you can get lazy when you're on film and TV it's a very comfortable and cushy life um, I have no complaints about it and I do enjoy it but uh, but you know there's something about being able to come back to your roots that strengthens that work as well. Um, And for me, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. I'm very picky about the things I choose. I'm very uh, much to like, I'm sure my reps, my agents chagrin, Um, (laughs) but uh, um, yeah, I always got to come back to it. And I remember after Compton happened and we did Kong Skull Island and traveling all around the world. And I was like, okay, need to get back to the stage. Mm. And then that was six degrees of separation. And, um, And so, you know, you, you venture out, but, but it always, uh, if the calling is, is strong enough, it's going to always bring you back. I think. Yeah. What are you looking forward to most on Tony night? Um, <laughs> okay. I, I'm, it's the, honestly, it's the after parties. I'm looking forward <laughs> to just having fun because we throw a hell of an after party called the ghost light. And it is, mm-hmm. it is, we've done it for a few years now. And it is honestly one of the best that goes until the sun comes up. And it's, it's the best because you get to see all of your friends, everybody comes down in their ball gowns and they're like, people come in their pajamas from like watch parties at home, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just, it's just a good time. But uh, uh, I say that because I, I think the best part about Tony night is that all of Broadway is there. All of the, th- the theater community is there uh, celebrating the work and celebrating, um, the, yeah, just celebrating the art and celebrating each other. Uh, it, it's a, 
it can sometimes be a thankless job. You know right. what I mean? It's sometimes, uh, you know, the, the these incredible ensembles of of these huge musicals and plays, and and to be able to have one night at least out of the year to just for us all to get together and say, um, we we see you, you know, and 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 to celebrate. I mean, and also I'm really excited because it's the first. Uh, I think it's the first time that that four black men have ever been nominated in. Mm-hmm lead actor category in 76 years right. and of the history of the Tonys. Yeah. And so it's, it's, again, it's a, it's a testament to progress and it's a testament to change and, and where we are in the theater. I think we're such a progressive community um, and Hollywood, you know, is slowly catching up. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tony Knight's just going to be a party, uh, 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 you know, at the ceremony, we'll be uptown at the ceremony yeah. in the Heights. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a good time. I used to live there when I was in school. <laughs> I was a broke college kid, uh, and uh, so it's going to be. It's just. It's just. You look forward to the party of the night, not yeah. just the after parties, but the just celebrating each other and having a good, having a good ass time. Yeah. What's it like to be in? This is in air quotes. In competition with uh, your castmate in the in the same category. It's thrilling. Yeah. I'm like, there's no competition. Like yeah. that's like, it, honestly, it, it, if it, whoever gets it that night, it's just. That's just the icing on the cake because for me, the win is is if you ever if you ever get the opportunity to to play eight shows a week. Um yeah, eight shows a week yeah. and 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 uh and to be able to do what we do, that's the win, you know. Um I I'm I'm just thrilled because I know all of the nominees in my category mm. and I've seen all of their work and I know how much heart and soul they put into it and I, I just feel like I'm, I don't know. It's just, I have the biggest smile on my face. Cause I'm like, I'm part of this group. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is mind blowing to me. Um, you know, I've known Wendell since I was 10, uh, performing with him right. as a kid in at, at city center, uh, wow. then following him to Juilliard and, and Steve McKinley Henderson being in group one of Juilliard and mm-hmm. Yaya is my brother and, and, uh, Sean Hayes, kills it and you know good night oscar so uh it's just great and even at the, the the press day the other day just getting to see each other i got to see sean and just be like you know and just sing his praises and stuff it's just awesome yeah yeah well have a great time on tony night um thank and you we will yeah and we look forward to seeing the color purple and uh the piano lesson and everything you've got uh coming up in the future thank um, you. thanks so much Corey. great to talk to you appreciate it you as well That was Corey Hawkins, now nominated for a Tony Award for Leading Actor in a Play for his performance in Top Dog Underdog. Look for him in the movie musical The Color Purple this Christmas. If you enjoyed this conversation and others we've had here on StageCraft, I'd be so grateful if you took the time to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps. Or tell a friend about StageCraft. Find past episodes and subscribe at all the places you get your pods, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on the Broadway Podcast Network, a great place to find more theater for your ears. Until next episode, find me on Twitter at GCoxVariety. Thanks for listening, and see you at the theater.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.